Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in. I'm really excited about our topic today. We're going to be talking with Dan Glazer. He's a senior uh, sales engineer for Panasonic, and they have just released a brand new product that I'm really excited about. It's a battery storage device for home solar use. And I'm, I'm very thrilled to have Dan on because he's going to help us understand exactly how this works, exactly how to get a hold of it, and uh, just can't wait to bring him on. Welcome to Go Green Radio, Dan. We are thrilled to have you on Go Green Radio. Great. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. All right. Well, let's talk about Panasonic's new home battery storage solution. It's called Evervolt. And I'm just wondering if it's compatible with any solar system or does a homeowner have to purchase Panasonic solar panels in order to to be compatible with this new battery storage device? Yeah, that's a great question. So just to be clear, it can operate independently of solar. So if somebody um, just wanted to get a backup system in their house, uh, traditionally, this was done through gas or diesel or some other form of uh, generator for a backup uh, purpose, and which is especially at the top of a lot of people's minds in California, where I'm based, with all of the power outages happening right now. So you can install it without solar. Um, the benefit, obviously, of installing it with solar is that you can, uh, if there's an extended grid outage, then you can recharge the batteries from solar when the grid is still down. If you don't have solar, then when your batteries are depleted, there's no way to charge it until the grid comes back up. Wow. Oh, that's powerful. I did not realize that this could be <laughs> like your your backup generator, but, but cleaner. That's amazing. So I, I read that the Evervolt is scalable. It can go from 5.7 kilowatt hours to 34.2. Talk to us about you know, that functionality and why that might be appealing to your customers. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, kind of to take a little bit of a step back, kind of the philosophical approach we took when designing this product is we really wanted to have it versatile and flexible. So some of the products that are currently on the market um, that we were evaluating and looking at, it was kind of a one-size-fits-all mentality. So when we decided to move forward with this product, we wanted to make sure that we can fit the needs of somebody who's maybe not even looking for backup, but maybe they're just doing some rate arbitrage or in certain uh, utilities right now that are going to time of use where, you know, you're charged more for energy during certain peak hours of the day and then your rates are cheaper during uh, lower peak uh, times of the day. And then we can, and that would be for smaller systems. So that's more of your 5.7 kilowatt hours or uh, kind of the smaller side of things. And then we wanted to address people that, you know, maybe had some more uh, significant backup needs where they wanted to be able to have complete grid autonomy for, you know, perhaps even days at a time. And so our energy storage system can scale up to, uh, as you mentioned, 34.2 kilowatt hours or actually um, in, in, in some certain situations, we can even go up to 100 kilowatt hours, which is a, a very significant amount of backup energy and could last somebody uh, depending on your household size, days, or, or even weeks at a time, especially when paired with solar. So we want it to be very flexible. Um, and the other benefit here is that, you know, we can fit a variety of budget needs. Um, obviously, that's going to be a, a primary concern for a lot of homeowners is how much does it cost? Uh, can I afford it? 
um, similar to the questions that people have for solar. So by offering kind of an entry-level system, that can get people, you know, at least a little bit of backup power. They can try it out. And then there's some expandability capability so that they can increase the system size over time as maybe uh, their energy needs increase. Uh, there's a, obviously a big trend, people going to electric vehicles, um, or if they're adding, you know, high-intensity uh, appliances like pool pumps or air conditioning units, things that really take a lot of energy, they have the ability to expand the, uh, the system in the future. So we really wanted to have kind of a very versatile and flexible system that can really reach all audiences. I love that. And you know what I keep thinking about is during Hurricane Sandy, you know, when people had power outages for weeks. And of course, we heard about people, you know, trying to make do. It was during the winter. And so they were trying to stay warm. And there were some real problems with uh, some of the devices they were using indoors that really had no business, you know, being used indoors and people were harmed in that way. This is, you know, this goes beyond uh, folks who are really super into renewable energy and and just, you know, looking for something to store their solar energy, although that's a great idea. This this goes way beyond that and, and really does extend some grid independence for people. Um where where are you guys kind of targeting? Because, of course, there are sunnier states than others where people are really into solar and a lot of places where there are solar incentives. But I would imagine that, uh, you know, folks who live in hurricane-prone or, or other types of natural disaster-prone areas where power outages can be a big deal might be a great target audience as well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any specific area that, you know, wouldn't benefit from a battery storage system and solar combined with it. Um, You know, currently in the U.S. market today, some of the bigger areas for solar are obviously California, um, Hawaii, uh, some of those areas that have maybe uh, larger incentives for solar. But we're finding that solar paired with storage is going in into all parts of the country. And really, I think over the last couple of years, you you, kind of touched on it here is that there's been a, a larger awareness for, you know, perhaps some of the changing climate conditions and some of the events that we've seen uh, in the past couple of years, including the hurricanes in the southeast. Um, as I mentioned earlier today, we actually, over the past two weeks here in California, have been seeing significant power outages on the order of millions of customers losing power for perhaps days at a time. So all of these um, events are, are really really striking up uh, the awareness for homeowners because now it's, you know, not, uh, it, it's really hitting home. You know, when you have something as simple as keeping your, your refrigerator cold or having your garage door open so you can leave your house, um, those are all kind of critical components to, you know, safety um, and, and having your, your uh, home powered and safe over the, any type of disaster. So the disaster market for sure is, um, is, is something that's really taking hold here. And then also, uh, just with solar, um, there are some areas of the country that economically it's starting to make some, uh, a little bit of uh, sense to pair uh, storage with solar. So before, it was always just kind of an expensive add-on that people did it because it was more of an emotional purchase where, you know, again, they wanted the resiliency or uh, the capability to have power during grid outages or disasters. And uh, now, because of the changing rates with utilities, um, and just uh, kind of the economics there, it's starting to look really good to pair storage with solar, um, including one of the best reasons right now before the, 
the year is up is uh, the 30% federal tax credit, which is going to be stepping down over the next couple of years. Outstanding. Now, I read that Evervolt is available in AC and DC coupled versions. I am not all that well versed in why that would be a big deal. So I want you to help us understand why that is a significant feature. Yeah, that's a great question. And we get it uh, quite often from, from homeowners and installers, too. Um, at the end of the day, I think the, the technological differences between the two um, are not as significant as um, basically just us having the ability to offer both. So, again, kind of going back to the philosophy of the system, there are certain reasons why you would, have want, why you would want to have one versus the other, either AC or DC coupling. The market is still kind of split. So we took the approach of being able to offer both to satisfy the needs of both customers. And really, um, I encourage homeowners or uh, people looking to do energy storage and solar to, you know, really sit down with um, your qualified authorized installer and work and go through those benefits, the pros and cons of AC and DC coupling. Um, One might be a better option for your specific case than the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you mentioned installers. Um, when an Evervolt battery storage device is installed, is it is it a big deal? Is it a major installation that requires lots of workers to be at your house? What what can you expect if you get one of these installed? Uh, no, actually. So that was another thing we focused on here in the design is having it very simple. Um, at the core of the system, it, it really is three major components. You have your inverter that converts your DC to AC power. You have your battery modules that, again, you can add more in the future. And then you have the housing that the batteries go in. So it's a very simple system at the core and and much easier installation than solar, right, because you don't have to get people on your roof. Um, You're not making such a big structural change to your roof there. So as far as the, um, the battery storage installation goes, it's typically done with two people um, at a job site. It typically on a, on a system can be done in one day. Um, it's really no, not much different in the permitting process than with a solar PV system. And as you know, more, more and more systems get out there, the various permitting agencies, jurisdictions, installers, they're all getting much more comfortable and familiar with the process. So um, I'd say it's a very, very fast and easy installation right now. And one more question on the installation. Where does a a unit like this typically reside in a homeowner's house? Is it inside the garage? Is it outside on the side of the house? Where does it actually typically get installed? Yeah, it's another great question. So typically um, what we recommend is that it's installed inside in a climate controlled environment because we are, so we are using lithium ion technology which the benefit to lithium ion is that it can take a beating. I mean, you can discharge it all the way, you can charge it all the way, you can get a lot a lot of life out of that battery and it can operate in pretty harsh conditions. But like anything, the kind of the better uh, care you take of it, the longer it's gonna last. So we do encourage it to be installed. It's typically done in a garage environment or in some areas of the country that might have basements. Uh, a basement is another good option. Um, and we've, we have designed it uh, that we're, something that we think is pretty, pretty aesthetically uh, pleasing to the eye. So, you know, it looks pretty nice inside of a garage next to a car or whatnot, in, in our opinion. So th- those are the main spaces that we would uh, recommend installing it in. 
Got it. Now, talk to us a little bit. You alluded to this earlier, but how adding energy storage to a residential solar system can actually help customers save money by using the stored energy at strategic times, you know, at these different uh, peak hours and rate structures that, that utilities are moving to. Help us understand how that works. Sure, sure, no problem. So, um, you know, typically what happens is when you have a solar PV system, uh, it's going to be producing the bulk of its energy, obviously, during the day when the sun is shining. Um, some of the peak hours can be uh, during, you know, solar noon, essentially. Um, so what that does is we add more and more solar systems to the grid. All of these solar systems now are generating a significant amount of energy and putting that into the grid because typically for a homeowner, um, they might be out of their house during the day, you know, at the office, at work, uh, running errands, doing what they, what they need to do during the day. And so they're not consuming a lot of energy during the day. So then this extra energy is being fed back into the grid. And in most areas, you're getting what we call um, net energy meeting, metering. So you're getting mm-hmm. essentially credited for that energy. So what's happening, though, what happens in reality now, though, is that from, let's say, 4 to 5 p.m. at night, when everybody is getting home from work or from the day and then starting to cook dinner, turning on uh, washing machines, all kinds of appliances, um, you know, the utilities have seen that that is, you know, obviously the peak, one of the peak times for home energy usage. So the peak time for home energy usage doesn't align well with when we're actually generating from solar uh, during the middle of the day. So that's where batteries and energy storage can come in and help bridge that gap. So that now when you are generating your solar energy during the day, you can just store that um, directly in your battery. And then when you get home at night, you start using your appliances. You'll just pull your power from your battery instead of the grid. And so, um, you know, kind of the economics behind that now is that some of the utilities uh, across the country are changing their rate structures, the residential rate structures, so that energy is essentially cheaper you know, during the day and overnight time hours than it is during the, the two peak times of, you know, morning and late afternoon, let's say 4 to 9 p.m., for example. Mm-hmm. So now you can, instead of buying energy from the utility during the, when it's going to cost you the most from 4 to 9 p.m., you're going to be using your own stored energy from the battery, saving yourself some money. So that's that kind of the basic brilliant. gist of it. Yep. Yeah. I love and it. And it comes into play with EVs as well. You know, so when you if you have an electric vehicle, instead right. of, again, charging it during the peak times of day, you can uh, choose to charge it during cheaper energy rates. Fantastic. We're going to take a quick, quick commercial break, but we have so much more to talk about with Dan, so don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? 
Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all tune in. And if you're just joining us, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Dan Glazer. He is a senior sales engineer with Panasonic. And we're talking about a brand new product that's hot off the manufacturing lines. It's called Evervolt. And it is a residential battery storage solution. It can be coupled with solar panels that you already have, solar panels that you're getting ready to buy. Or it can be a standalone uh, backup energy supply. Pretty exciting. I'm very excited about this product. So, Dan, I know that there are residential solar customers out there wondering if they might be able to use an energy storage device like Evervolt to store energy and then sell it back to the grid. Um, how does that work? And I know that it can't be the same in every geographic location, but talk to us about how that might work. Exactly. Yeah, that's the key there. So in the U.S., um, every state, every utility, every jurisdiction can have different uh, philosophies on what's possible regarding solar and storage. So in rule number one is always check with your, your local jurisdiction or your, your authorized installer on what can or can't be done. But the answer to that is yes. Um, the only thing that you can't really do is, you know, if you're going to install an energy storage system without solar, um, you're not going to be able to simply buy energy from the utility when ta- when rates are cheaper and then sell it back to them at a higher mm-hmm. rate. So that mm-hmm. is something that is not possible. But you certainly can. The, the main philosophy behind it is you want to have a PV system. You generate your own uh, clean energy on your roof, store that energy during the day, and then during night nighttime you can use it. Or in some cases then what you don't use can be discharged uh, back into the grid. So again, it all... It's very location-specific, but um, but it is possible. Yeah, and where that is possible, you know, a lot of times when people are considering a solar system, if they haven't installed one already, they're looking at the economics. How big a system should I install? And this ability to sell energy back to the grid could change the, the cost-benefit analysis a little bit. So that's really... It's really interesting and something we definitely want to know. I read the following on the Evervolt webpage. It says, priority backup mode charges your battery rapidly with grid power, so you'll be prepared for looming outages before they happen. Talk to us about this feature. Yeah, and no, that's a really important one in light of everything that we've been talking about you know, today with the, the natural disasters. That's really what it's geared for 
is so basically, um, you know, if you know that there could be an event on the horizon, such as a hurricane or as we see here in California when we get notification from the utility that there will be or there's a high likelihood of a power outage, you can simply turn your system into what we call priority backup mode. So what that's going to do is it's going to um, start charging your battery from the grid immediately or and from solar. Whatever, whatever resources are available, it's going to charge that battery from, and it's going to charge it as quickly as possible, and it's going to keep that battery at 100% state of charge. So that way, in anticipation of some type of grid outage or event, you have a full battery that is ready to go and serve your needs for as long as possible. So that's kind of the idea behind it. And then once the event is over, you can put it back into the regular operating mode where it's doing solar self-supply and you're charging from solar and using your energy during the day. Wow, that's such a powerful feature. I mean, um, and, and is that something that customers can enable remotely or do you need to be looking at your system in order to, to put it into priority backup mode? Um, that is something they can do remotely. So we have an app that is uh, very mobile and, and easy to use. And essentially, it's just a toggle switch in there that you can set it into priority backup uh, no matter where you're at, and your system will go into that operating mode. That's so cool. So if you hear about it at work, you know, in the morning and you can't get back home to, to switch it over, you can do it from work. And when you get home, you've got power. That is brilliant. So during a power outage, how exactly does an Evervolt system work? Talk to, talk us through what it's like to live in a home where the, the grid powers out, but you've got an Evervolt system. Yeah, it's actually, um, the funny thing is, is it, in most situations, you won't even, you, you won't even know the grid went out, essentially. Um, the, the transfer time between when the grid goes out and your Evervolt system turns on and the batteries are supplying your loads in your house, uh, you won't uh, generally see lights flicker or any type of um, noticeable change if the grid is actually out. So, you know, sometimes it's funny people don't even realize that it went out. But basically um, what that means and what your household loads can do is it's going to be directly related to how big your house is, what, what type of appliances you have, and how big of an Evervolt system that you decided to purchase. So if you go with just the entry level, the smallest system that we offer, it's going to be a very basic setup. So you'll be able to run maybe some of your lighting, uh, like I mentioned before, a garage door. Uh, you'll want your refrigerator on that. Um, but that's really going to be about it. We would just encourage people to do the very bare basic essential loads. And so that way you can have enough power at least for, you know, let's say three or four hours during a typical blackout. Uh, blackout. Mm-hmm. And then if you have bigger loads or, um, you know, maybe more appliances that you want on there, including some, uh, AC units or well pumps or things like that, then you would want to upgrade and have uh, one of the larger Evervolt systems that can uh, supply power uh, for all of those various loads that, that are critical to it. Well, and, and help me understand this. So like, okay, typical day, I'm, I have solar, I'm charging my battery during the, the noon hours, you know, when we're really producing a lot of solar and on a typical day I'm just using that stored energy to to power my whole house like I'm just on the grid and and everything's on but during a power outage and I and if I don't know how long it's going to be is it possible during that time frame to 
to target certain high priority appliances for the energy stored in the battery? How do you how do you make that switch from it's a normal day and I'm from four to nine I'm using my stored energy to the power's out and I want to make sure that I'm powering these critical features. Exactly. Yeah, there's a number of ways to do that. So right now at our launch, it's going to be a very uh, physical, um, manual type of effort where, again, when you go through your install and you walk through different options with our authorized installers, you'll be able to selectively prioritize those loads with them. And you'll want to say, you know, I really need, uh, you know, my refrigerator. I really need my Internet on. I really need, you know, these outlets on this level of my house because I, I want to charge my cell phone and have this type of functionality is very important to me. And that, you know, it can be different from home to home. As I mentioned, some people, um, particularly if you're out in very hot climates, desert-like climates, you may want to have at least some of your AC units uh, on, on backup. So it's going to vary from uh, home to home and situation to situation. But essentially, you know, you can pick out those uh, important features that you need during a backup and then, you know, what you can do is when the power actually goes out, you know, if you, let's say it's the middle of winter and you don't need your AC or, you know, you can do without certain lights in your house, you want to make sure that you turn those off and, and really be conservative in your efforts to maximize um, any potential extended outage. And then, again, if you have solar, the next day when the sun comes up, that if the grid is still out, your batteries are going to be recharged from the sun. Um, in the very near future, in uh, the next year, we're going to be having functionality where all of the kind of, I guess I would call it load control, is going to be more automated so that you will be able to literally from our app choose which appliances to turn on and off instead of having to go around your home and turn lights uh, physically on or off. So mm-hmm. that feature is coming, but right now, you know, you would want to choose which ones to prioritize with, with, upon the installation. Well, and a, and a follow-up question to that, would, do you need to have, like, a smart home in order to do that? I mean, for instance, I mean, do you have to have, if you don't have, you know, smart thermostats or smart, you know, uh, plugs for your refrigerator, and I, how will you be able to customize what stays on during a powder just simply by pl- plugging and unplugging things, or how does that work? Yeah, so as in phase one right now at, at the product launch, it is more of a manual approach where you will, uh, you know, for example, if you're getting the smallest system and you're going through this design process with, it, with your installer, you would tell them, you know, I, I don't need my AC unit on this. I'm just going to have the very basic essential circuits on here that I want power for. And then, you know, if you decide to power hook all of your lighting up to that smaller system, then during it, when an outage actually happens, you could, if you have a smart home, um, turn off the lights from your app or turn off certain things from uh, that smart home's app. Or if you don't have a smart home, you could simply go around, turn off light switches, unplug things from the wall. Um, but in the future, for the next phase of our development, when we launch um, in next year, we will have that full functionality where um, it is going to be smart home-esque, but it's not going to require the appliances or devices be intelligent themselves. It's all going to be done through electronics and, and smart technology at your uh, main service panel. So it, it's a really cool feature that's coming, um, but for now it is just, uh, you know, basically the old adage of, you know, conserve as much as possible, 
um, in the event of a blackout. And, you know, again, leveraging that priority mode is going to be key. So if you know an event is coming and, you know, with technology these days, I think more often than not, we do have a good feeling for any type of event coming. You can set that in priority mode and that will have, make sure that your battery is fully topped off in the event of a, uh, a power outage. That's so cool. I, this is such an exciting product. I'm very excited about it. But one quick question, because, you know, we did talk about how some of this can be done through an app. What happens if the Internet is out? Uh, it's a great question. So that was also something that, you know, we thought about at the start as well. And so the great news is that if the Internet's out um, and you don't have access to it through, through Evervolt, there is a physical uh, display and physical buttons on the Evervolt product itself that you'll be able to do any types of changes to the priority backup mode or another functionality that we have that's user settable by the homeowner is the what we call the depth of discharge. So that's how much reserve power you always want to have. So, you know, if you're in an area that, you know, is, is has a lot of blackouts or um, perhaps, you know, maybe it's storm season, in storm season, you might want to make sure that your battery uh, only discharges to 50%. And so you mm-hmm. always have 50% reserve no matter what time of the day. Mm-hmm. And then maybe when you're out of storm season, you know, you'll let your battery discharge more, uh, maybe down to 10% so that you only have Got 10% it. reserve on a typical day. So very, uh, very user settable. Very cool. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we have so much more with Dan Glazier from Panasonic. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. 
Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all join us. And just in case you've only now tuned in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Dan Glazer. He is a senior sales engineer for Panasonic. And we have been talking about a brand new product that I am really excited about. It's their Evervolt. It's a residential home uh, battery storage device. It can be coupled with solar um, or it can be a standalone energy storage device that you can use as an alternative to something like a diesel fire generator or something like that. Um, And I'm really excited about it. You know, I I was out on the website and there's a little teaser, uh, Dan, on Panasonic's website that reads, Panasonic lithium-ion battery technology powers the world's most advanced electric cars and is now available to power your home. I don't know which electric cars you guys are powering, but that was a that was a big teaser for me. Talk to us about Panasonic's battery technology. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know we have a really rich history in battery technology. Uh, we started in-house production of batteries in 1931. Um, that's pretty unbelievable. There's not I don't know of any companies out there that can really make that statement. So. That's something really important for consumers to consider, in my opinion, is the, um, you know, the history of the battery technology and development that you're choosing because you know, energy storage is becoming very popular. There's a lot of companies coming to market, um, but you, know, you want to really be able to choose uh, a company that, ha- that can stand behind the product that's been doing it for a really long time that has the expertise to do it. So with that note, um, you know, obviously we've we were picked by several uh, large auto manufacturers to partner with and use our um, battery cells in their electric vehicles. Um, and, you know, some of the battery, some of the electric vehicles out there actually use the exact same battery cells that are inside Evervolt, which is really cool. So now you can wow. be driving, you know, an EV and essentially powered with the same battery as is in an Evervolt system. So that's something that, uh, you know, we're pretty excited about. That is pretty cool, and that's a that's a really big deal and something that you should be proud of. That long history matters, um, and I think that's something that customers really respect. Let's talk a little bit about Panasonic's solar panel technology, particularly the conversion efficiency rates and the the micro inverters for people who are into solar or people who are, you know, considering solar. This is something they're going to hear a lot about. So tell us about Panasonic's, um, you know, claim to fame when it comes to conversion efficiency rates and microinverters. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, similar to batteries, we have a very rich history in solar. We actually started doing R&D in the 70s. Um, We patented a a technology that we call HIT, which is heterojunction with intrinsic thin layer, which nobody will probably ever remember, but you should remember <laughs> the acronym, which is HIT. And that uh, same exact technology we've been mass producing since 1997. So that's about 22 years of mass producing this solar panel. So again, you know, I can't emphasize enough the, the importance of choosing a manufacturer for both batteries and solar that have been in for the long run. Uh, warranties on products are, are very long, and a lot of companies that we've seen uh, in solar and storage, unfortunately, um, you know, don't survive the, the length of time. So we really want to make sure that um, you know, you're choosing a, a manufacturer that you can trust. The HIT technology that, that we have, um, it's a very unique technology where it kind of combines some of the best of two different types of technology. It's a very, it's one of the highest efficiency uh, wafers that you have out there combined with a thin film technology. 
So basically at the end of the day, what you're getting is an ultra high efficiency uh, module, and then you're getting benefits of thin film. Now, if you guys remember thin film, that's essentially what was in uh, calculators and watches, and those are the, mm-hmm. some of the products that we actually helped pioneer uh, you know, decades ago. And thin film, if you were indoors, even in low lighting, the calculator would work. It would turn on with that little solar panel you had on your mm-hmm. calculator. So you get the same benefits from our, our solar panels uh, deployed in the field. So earlier in the day, later in the day, when there's not as much direct light um, in low light conditions, we can start up uh, earlier and, and power later than, than some others. Um, and then we also have one of the best uh, temperature coefficients. And what that means is that um, essentially, you're going to lose less power from our panels as heat rises. So what many people don't realize is that when you buy a solar panel, for example, let's say it's a 300-watt solar panel, that's rated at 77 degrees. Now, we all know that on a roof, uh, especially mm-hmm. in ultra-hot climates like the desert, the, that uh, roof, rooftop temperature can get upwards of 140, 150, 160 degrees or so. So as the temperature goes above 77, that panel starts getting derated. And so by having the lowest temperature coefficient, our panel's derating will be less than um, most others on the market. That's phenomenal. And I know, you know, you mentioned warranties. And I, unfortunately, I know a lot of people up here in Northern California who bought residential solar um, and they're you know, their products were under warranty, but the solar companies just didn't last long enough to honor those warranties. Talk to us about Panasonic's warranties. I mean, we know that Panasonic's been around a long time, but specifically, how do you warranty your solar systems and Evervolt? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, you know, we are fortunately one of the leaders in that space, and we are able to provide a uh, 25-year uh, performance and product warranty for our solar panels. So that's a really long time. And again, kind of harping on the experience, not only, you know, not only do you have to look at is the company going to be around 25 years from now, but having, you know, mass produced millions and millions of solar panels over the last two decades, you know, we've seen a lot of the problems that can happen. Um, and we've identified and made um, very selective decisions and, and informed decisions on the best uh, quality products and materials that we use in our in our panels to ensure that they will last 25 years. And then, of course, you know, is the company going to be uh, around for another 25 years uh, is is very important. And luckily, you know, our company was founded in 1918. And if I remember correctly, our our founder's vision was uh, a minimum. 250-year business plan uh, cycling in 25-year cycles. So uh, it's pretty unheard of these days to have something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly the path is that we, we plan to be around for quite some time. I love that. I, and, and it's so refreshing to hear companies still talk that way. I mean, um, <laughs> that's just not always what you hear. I live pretty close to Silicon Valley, and that's not always what you hear. Um, and, and that is very comforting. Now, another thing that gives me comfort is reading about the the installers themselves. Um, your products, your solar, Evervolt, they're not just put in by by anyone. Talk to us a little bit about what someone has to go through to become a certified installer. Yeah, that's a great question. So 
Um, you know, we have a network of certified authorized installers throughout the country. So if, first of all, if anybody is looking to get into a solar or energy storage system, uh, we would definitely recommend locating your nearest Panasonic authorized installer, which is on our website. We have a locator tool. But in order to become an authorized installer, there's a number of different criteria. Uh, most notably, we want to focus on uh, quality uh, certification and making sure that they fully understand and uh, not only just the sales uh, points of our product as to why it is a really great product, but also on the installation and quality side of things to ensure that you know, they're taking the necessary steps to uh, have our panels and system last for at least 25 years um, and, and oftentimes longer. So there is a, a, a program and training certification process that we have for all of those installers. Mm-hmm. Let's say that somebody gets out on your website today. I mean, they listen to Go Green Radio and they're super excited and they want your product and they can't find an installer near them. What do they do? Oh, that's a great question. So the, uh, there is actually just a general form on our website too that you can send an inquiry and it'll go directly to our team and we can help uh, locate uh, the nearest authorized installer. But we you know we don't want to be total. We don't want to be exclusive either. If you have, so oftentimes people have a local electrician or uh, somebody that they're very comfortable working with that has worked on their house for you know years at a time. And we're happy to um, to discuss the opportunity with that installer. So we would just recommend that that homeowner um, would connect us to that installer to uh, see if we can get them. Um, to install the Evervolt and Panasonic HIT solar for them. I love that. And that's great news. I mean, for every electrician or, um, you know, small business owner who does this type of work, you know, and, and I think about local chambers of commerce who are always, you know, encouraging people to use their, their local folks. Um, this is a great opportunity. Um, and, and I'm glad that you guys are willing to work with, you know, anybody who is willing to work with you. So I think that's fantastic. One of the things that, you know, anybody who knows anything about solar panels, uh, you know, we, we know they don't last forever. We know that they degrade over time. And not all solar panels degrade at the same rate. Talk to us a little bit about your solar panels and compare and contrast them with, you know, some of your competitors. Talk to us about that. Yeah, it's a really great point. Um, so, you know, like anything, it does, it does degrade over time, as you mentioned. Um, but again, leaning on our, on our expertise in manufacturing and the systems that we have deployed in the field over the last couple of decades, you know, we understand the degradation of our panels uh, very well. So we're able to uh, guarantee a minimum output of almost 91% at the end of 25 years. So you're talking roughly 9% degradation over 25 years, which is uh, one of the leaders in the industry. The majority of solar panels um, were in the 80 to 85% uh, guarantee after 25 years. And now I think a lot of people are trying to uh, catch up to where we're at as well. But again, it's a really important feature because, you know, at the end of 25 years, uh, most often it's not going to it's not going to mean the end of your system. Um, I've seen solar panels in the field for 40 plus years, um, still operating perfectly fine. I mean, still even operating close to 90% of their 
uh, capacity. So just because it's the end of the, the warranty doesn't mean that you have to immediately rip them off and upgrade the, to, you know, the latest technology. That's that's awesome. And and I know that, you know, in some cases, there's a, a maintenance issue with solar panels. Um, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that in our next segment so that we know what's involved with making sure that, you know, that investment lasts as long as it possibly can. Folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Got to pay the bills. But when we come back, we'll have much more with Dan Glazer, Senior Sales Engineer for Panasonic. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information, about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in. Our guest today is Dan Glazer, Senior Sales Engineer for Panasonic. We've been talking about a brand new product that they have. Um, it's called Evervolt. It's a residential battery storage device. Uh, you don't have to worry about diesel power generators anymore, folks. You can get an Evervolt. And I'm really excited about this. We were also talking about Panasonic's long history in battery technology and solar technology. And if you couple 
their HIT patented solar panel system with an Evervolt, uh, you're going to be in good shape when it comes to a little bit more independence, grid independence, resilience. That's the buzzword of the 21st century as climate change begins to make things uh, more unstable. Those of us living in California, uh, for some of some folks, this is the second time in two weeks that all of the food in the refrigerator has gone bad because of power outages due to either wildfires actually happening or concerns that wildfires will be happening and preemptive power outages uh, to, to try and mitigate that risk. So what we're talking about today is so now, it's so relevant, and I'm just so glad that Dan could join us today. So, Dan, one of the things, you know, we did talk about warranties um, in the last segment and how trustworthy a Panasonic warranty is because you've been around a while. It's not like uh, you're a fly-by-night company by any means. But if a home buyer is considering buying a home that has a Panasonic system installed, whether that's solar panels or Evervolt, would they be able to assume the warranty or does the warranty expire if the original purchaser moves out? That's a great question. Um, And we wanted to make it as easy as possible. So the warranty does stay with the home. So if that homeowner chooses to move out and a new homeowner moves in, that warranty stays with the home and just would simply be transferred to that new homeowner's name. I love that because you know what that means. Home value, <laughs> you know, that's that's a really big feature. So um, I think that's a brilliant way to go. Um, one of the other things that I read on the website is that Evervolt is field serviceable. Serviceable, sorry, say that three times fast. Um, what does that mean exactly and why is that so advantageous? Yeah, so this is actually one that I, I don't personally hear uh, spoken a lot about in the in the battery industry or the home storage industry, but I think, you know, we here at Panasonic do believe it is very important. Um, so field serviceable means that your authorized installer can literally just come to your house if you have a service call, and they can open up the Evervolt system, make any necessary repairs or adjustments that they need to, and be done with it at that level. Um, versus some other uh, equipment equipment that's available in home energy storage where it's not field serviceable. So what this means is you have to, you know, basically RMA the equipment. The installer would have to come out, start this process with the manufacturer. And a lot of these systems, you know, obviously they're not very small and ultra portable, so they can be big and bulky and heavy. Um, and it can mean that your system has a significant amount of downtime. Um, now, obviously, with, with, you know, Panasonic and our technology, um, extremely reliable. Um, we don't have, a, for the Evervolt system and other battery systems that we've had in the past, there hasn't been any failures or any issues, but it is a long time to be out there. So, for the battery warranty is 10 years, um, and we know uh, that it will last longer. You know, it's just a matter of degradation and how much uh, it's used over, over time and uh, the different modes that it's used in. So, you know, being out there for 10 plus years, um, one of the other nicer features about our system is that each battery pack inside of this system is only 55 pounds. It's a little bit larger than the size of like a briefcase um, and weighs 55 pounds. So what that means is that if there ever is a problem with that battery pack or, you know, more importantly, perhaps at the end of life when, you know, 10 years has gone by and yeah, 10 years in technology is a long time. We upgrade mm-hmm. cell phones typically every two on a two year cycle. So at the end of 10 years, you know, there's probably going to be a newer technology, more capacity, different pricing that 
the homeowner may want to upgrade to at that point. So they're going to have their installer come out and now the installer has to figure out how to dispose of this stuff. Um, and so by having ours modular and field serviceable and very small components, um, we have the capability to easily transport and recycle uh, everything at the end of life, which we think is very important. That is important. I mean, 55 pounds, that's like my suitcase right before they tell me to, you know, take something out of it at the airport. That's, I mean, that's very doable, you know? And so um, what a, what a smart way. That's one of the things I I appreciate so much about your company. You've really thought this through from the user perspective um, so very well. You know, one of the things I wanted to go back to, and I, I know that a lot of our Go Green Radio listeners are very into this stuff. And I wanted to talk for a minute about the micro inverters of your solar panels. Could you go back to that and and talk to us a little bit more about that, please? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, um, earlier this year, we launched our new product that has, it's our HIT solar panel and actually has a micro inverter um, fully integrated in the factory on it. So what this does is traditionally the installer or the homeowner would have to decide, you know, not only what solar panel do they want, but then which inverter do they want? The inverter, um, you know, for those that don't know that are listening, is the core piece of equipment that converts your solar DC electricity to usable AC power, which is what we use in our homes. So what we decided to do is integrate that into our module to simplify the whole process. So now the installer and homeowner just has the solar panel to deal with, and then uh, there's no external uh, inverter that has to be mounted or wired. Um, So it's a very simple installation process. And then the other part of it is now, you know, we're backing that warranty as Panasonic. So now you're not wondering if your inverter company is, again, going to be uh, around for the next 25 years or if they're going to be able to support any type of warranty issues that are down the line. Panasonic is is standing behind that entire product, which is, you know, again, a really powerful part of the system because now, you know, if somebody were, it's really exciting for us because if somebody really wants um, a Panasonic, you know, backed, wrapped system, then basically it would be the Panasonic uh, solar HIT panel with the microinverter on it, what we call our AC module. And -hmm. then you could buy an Evervolt system as well. So now you have a fully compatible, compliant um, Panasonic warranted system. That's really amazing. That's that's very cool. You know, for somebody who has not installed solar on their home at this point and they're thinking about it, um, and, and maybe they want to purchase a Panasonic battery storage solution, maybe they want to couple that with Panasonic solar panels, what should they do to prepare themselves to, you know, get everything in place? What are the steps they should take to move towards a purchase like that? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, so I would say number one, obviously, is look at conservation. Uh, you know, you don't want to simply um, buy a very, need to buy a very large solar system or energy storage system if you don't have to. Um, a lot of times we can take simple steps and just minimize our, our home consumption and lower our utility uh, load. And that way we can spend less money on the actual solar system and battery system and, and make the economics pencil better. So uh, lowering consumption, one, is number one. Uh, number two is, you know, obviously it sounds like your, your listeners are, have done plenty of homework, um, but I would say that's great, and, and I would caution against going too deep, though. Um, a lot of it, you know, you can get into, I've seen plenty of times, the, the analysis paralysis type of mentality <laughs> where, you know, if you dive too much into the weeds on component X, Y, Z, 
um, it just starts to become very uh, confusing to the homeowner. So, you know, again, I'll, I'll, I'll harp, harp on the, uh, the importance of, you know, going with a brand that you can trust that's going to be around a while that you know has uh, very high-quality products. And also just as important as going with the authorized installer that, you know, has that same uh, level of confidence and trust um, uh, for, for your installation. So, I mean, those are the two kind of main areas I would say that you, you want to prepare in for looking at a solar um, and energy storage system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be the two main steps. Fantastic. Well, Dan, it has been an absolute pleasure having you and uh, Panasonic on Go Green Radio today. This has been a great conversation. And, folks, you can find out more at their website. All you have to do, actually, is just Google Evervolt and you'll get there. Uh, Thanks for being with us, Dan. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us. We'll be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. Until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Every Saturday morning, listen for the Superstar Sports Talk Block on Voice America Variety. We've got the best programs. If you want to talk football, hunting, outdoors, racing, and more, the weekends belong to sports. And you'll find it every Saturday beginning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear from the players, owners, experts, and fans from around the world. It's the Saturday Superstar Sports Talk Block. Wow, that's a mouthful. And it's only on the Voice America Variety. Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of 